Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. It's so good to be with you. We're gathering uh, online and in person at our church centre and uh, we're celebrating harvest and the idea is on focusing on being thankful for God for his goodness and all that he does and, and brings us. And uh, one of our traditions is, along with uh, probably many countless other Christians around the nation, is that we encourage people to bring donations of produce uh, to the church centre and we collect that together. We are thankful for God for his goodness in our lives. And then we distribute that produce to local organisations that are working in our community. And we're going to be doing that this year to a number of organisations that work in the, the Long Eaton area. And, uh, you know, I, I know that um, we buy our food at supermarkets today uh, and, uh, you know, a couple of hundred years ago it would have been more fresh vegetables bought, bought from a local trader. But, um, you know, um, our food doesn't just turn up in cans and packaging, does it? It's um, grown and farmed somewhere. And, uh, you know, farming, harvesting is not only hard work, but it, it can find itself in some hard times. And uh, I don't know if you've ever watched, but there was a, has been a, a TV series or a, a streaming series, I think it's been, called Clarkson's Farm. And uh, the well-known character, Jeremy Clarkson, has bought a farm and he's been farming it, uh, you know, working this, a working farm for about the last you know, year or two. And uh, in the first season, at the end of his first year of working on a, you know, very large, you know, hundreds if not thousands of acres of land, when he's sitting there with his farming manager at the last episode of the last uh, of that year, he uh, the manager says to him, you know, the profit that he's finally made is 144 pounds. It it's almost comical to to observe um, Jeremy Clarkson's response, although it's not funny at all. But um, farming can can be quite hard work. You know, the gospel writer Matthew, he records Jesus speaking of a harvest. And uh, in Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 to 38, we read these words, read from the NIV. It says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and illness. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. These are amazing words. It's the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Well, the response, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. Um, Jesus there sees the crowds of people that were gathering and coming to him and gathering around him and he likened those crowds to a plentiful harvest. He, he uses particular words, the harvest is plentiful and he's referring to the people liking them to a, a harvest of a, a wheat field or a barley field when it's ready and it's just ready, it's a bumper crop and it's ready to be brought in and uh, he's, he's saying the same thing then, he's looking really at the hearts of people and he can see into the human heart, the hunger of the human heart, the desire for more, for purpose, what's life about, um, you know, life. And uh, Jesus sees this and he says to his disciples, he turns to them and says, look at the harvest. The heart is so hungry, the human heart is hungry. And with that, Jesus' heart ached 
and it had compassion. His heart could see the hunger in the human heart and the people thronging around him and his heart was filled with a real sense of compassion and he, it says he saw harassed and helpless people. People were harassed, they were looking to make ends meet. Um, life was challenging in the East uh, 2,000 years ago. There wasn't a support system that we might have. We find it challenging in our times. Uh, they didn't have that at all then and there was a sense of helplessness in the face of all that life brought them. I think in a pandemic and during the pandemic and coming out of a pandemic, the last 18 months, something that the world has experienced and we've experienced as a nation and even in our locality, um, it's magnified a sense of feeling harassed and helpless by many people today. You know, you speak to people about life and what's going on and, and uh, agencies and the health system and the economy and uh, people's work and job satisfaction, family, relationships, you name it, mental health, everything about life and, and, and the things that we see on the news and hear on the news, difficulties with supply chain, uh, not enough fuel, um, you know, energy companies, you name it, and the list seems to be going on and on and there seems to be a sense of feeling harassed and to some degree feeling helpless uh, a season. You know, as a, as a church, as a local church, uh, uh, we, you know, working in, in the community as a gathered church, um, our, our coffee house and uh, our teams in our coffee house and our volunteers, our toddler centre, which meets every, every single day of the week and the baby centre, um, and our, our volunteers and, and, and team there, we're experiencing people being open like never before. Um, the hearts of people seem to be so open to just talk about life, just to talk. Obviously, we've been cooped up and we've not been able to get out and speak to people. So there's that. But talking about life and what's going on and their hopes and, and what's happening in life and needing a sense of support and someone to talk to. I'm hearing again and again and again, meeting people, hearing from people, hearing from our teams, that there is a sense of people being sense of harassed and a degree of feeling helpless at times. And um, Jesus um, in, encourages us from this story that we've seen. Uh, there are three things. He says the harvest is plentiful. And uh, that's 2,000 years ago. And I think the same is today, really. There is a real sense of a hunger of the human heart like never before. It's, it's been magnified, amplified by all that we've experienced over the last 18 months and what we're experiencing you know, coming out of that 18 months as well. And there is a, a, a real hunger of the human heart like there's never been. We sometimes convince ourselves as Christians we can that oh, people don't really want to know. And, but it's not for you and I to convince anyone. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to touch people's hearts. Um, but that Jesus would still say, and it still appears that the, the harvest is just as plentiful now as it was then. And it, but he goes on to say the second thing is, but the workers are few. And I think that's a thing that, that organisations, churches, um, you know, companies, road haulage, um, you name it, um, uh, voluntary groups, the National Trust, you, you name it, lots of organisations are all saying you know, it's a sense of workers, volunteers, people, and uh, there's lots of different reasons for that. But there's nothing new under the sun, is there? He, he, and he, Jesus doesn't say, oh, you know, the, you know, pray for the harvest, pray for the harvest, pray for the harvest. And we all have these meetings, we just pray for the harvest. But he says, actually, the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. The third thing he says is, 
pray, ask the Lord of the harvest to send workers into the harvest, which is quite amazing. Send out workers into the harvest field. I think we're coming into a new season of harvest. There's a new season of harvest, a real sense that something is, is happening. There's a lot going on in society. There's a seismic shift in society. And it doesn't just mean that we're just going from shopping in a local shop to doing everything online and everything's changing. And we're seeing such a seismic shift in with um, you know, commercial properties and town centres. There's, there's so much more happening in society, the family, society as a unit, and also in the spiritual atmosphere of a nation. I think we're coming into a, a time of new harvest, a, t a season of new harvest. That, and it doesn't ask, what can God do for me? But what can I do for God? Ask the Lord of the harvest to send, send us, send me, Lord. And it's not so much, what can you do for me, God? And maybe there's been such a long season of what, what can God do for us? What can God do for us? But what can I do for you, Lord? Perhaps, you know, um, perhaps in a post-pandemic uh, world, the Spirit is highlighting the difference between a consumer church and a consumed church. And there is some, some, some things happening in the, the, the world, uh, not only socially and sociologically, but also spiritually. And perhaps the consumer church, come to us, come to us, and we do things that are attractional, and uh, it's more to be, we're a consumed church. We're consumed by Christ. We're consumed with his love. We're consumed with his compassion. Uh, and, and that's perhaps what the Holy Spirit is showing us uh, at, at this time. I, I feel, I, I, I do feel as a local church pastor, but particularly in, in our own church, that there is an amazing opportunity and a season of harvest if we look up. And if we look, look up, I've been talking about this, look to him and then look out and look out on the season and those around us. Perhaps the Spirit is calling us to add our palms to our prayers. And with this I close. Maybe the Holy Spirit is calling the church, and by that I mean churches, not just our church, but is calling the church, is calling people to add our palms, our hands to our prayers. You know, as Jesus said, ask the lord of the harvest pray that he might send out workers into the harvest as we pray it's not so much pray oh lord bring us a revival bring them in bring them in but it's it's the other way actually it's send us me out send me out send me empower me fill me with your passion fill me with compassion fill me with your love that i might see the world as you see that i might feel with your heart and my hands might be your hands you know in the east they would have a sickle they would actually, it was very labour intensive. They'd actually go out into the field, they'd have a sickle in their hands, and you would, you would um, harvest the wheat or harvest the barley, and you, you had to right, bend right down, you, you would take a large uh, bunch of, 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 the, of the, the, the barley or the wheat, and then cut through, and then place it in a pile until you got such a large pile, then you would carry it away. And, we're called to, to maybe be amongst, give our hands to, rub shoulders with, show compassion to. And, and we can't convince anybody. And this is the great thing, the Holy Spirit. As if, if we show Jesus, 
by showing Jesus, loving and, and, and showing Jesus alive in our lives with people, then we raise him up. And Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw people to myself. It's as amazing as that. And this is the season. So today, let's add our palms to our prayers and let's see a most amazing harvest that is gathered and gathered around us right here, right now. God bless you and thank you so much for joining us today. And may you know the presence and power and love of God in your heart and life.